Namaskaram everyone. Welcome to part two of the podcast. Look who all we have here. It's not only Spurthi Akka, we have Devi also with us. Yes. Devi Goody, Devi Yes, Akka. So please, so where did we stop last? I forgot. Even I forgot. Now it's uh, your chance to talk and uh, you said like a lot of people want to know about Devi. Yes. So it's so. I... Yeah, try so to I, share whatever I can. So the main thing they want to know about is uh, Vivaha. <laughs> so what is the Vivaha called? Devi Vivaha? How is it called? Uh, so um, there are two Vivaha processes in Isha. Uh, one is the Devi temple marriage where uh, people can get married in front of Linga Bhairavi in the means sanctum. So that is uh, just a mala exchange and there are other rituals which one can do. That is there and then followed if one wishes to do is the Bhuta Shuddhi Vivaha. Ah, yes. Okay. So, so what is the difference want... between the two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, the Vivaha, it, uh, both the Vivaha can, is in Devi or uh, temple premises. One happens in front of Devi. No, that is the uh, Lingabharavi Vivaha, which happens usually after an Abhishekam, where two people uh, can tie knots and wear Mangal Sutra, exchange garlands, and the family can participate. Usually, people choose to go for the rituals like uh, Daha Nivaranam, you know, like then you have uh, Vilaka Seva. And what all the rituals and everything is there <laughs> okay. in Devi temple. And if you wish, I can explain. Yes, <laughs> please explain. We have all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll be slow. Oh, yes. So, uh, like I can tell our marriage. How yes, that is what I want. Please go through your marriage. Give us that story first. <laughs> oh, my story of yeah. how we met. Ah. Ah, yes. and, and then yes. go to the Vivaha. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's just Devi, you know, like even before both of us knew that we wanted to get married, uh, it seemed like as if she connected us. How it happened is like um, how I came to meet Pranav is uh, I was volunteering for the Punya Pujas and for the Yantra team as well, right? So I was coordinating for one of the Punya Pujas and in Bombay and uh, we wanted to uh, get Lingabharavi's photo from the ashram for the Punya Puja. So we had to contact people, whoever is coming from the ashram, can can you please uh, get, get for us a daily photo? So Samaka said, okay, this Anna is um, getting, uh, he's going for insight, you can get the picture. And uh, that's how I first time spoke to him, like uh, that was... Uh, just can you get Lingabharavi photo from the okay. ashram? We want like Punya Pujas happening. Okay. Uh, we'll need it. So that was like a first interaction. And then, you know, the Devi Devi, he was also like a Devi devotee. And I came to know later that, um, you know, he had a Devi goodie. And he would chant the Lingabharavi Stuti like three times every day, you know, oh. like. Uh, before he, uh, going to work, like he used to work in a, uh, with uh, a group which demands like a lot of travel. But no matter what, even at three o'clock, two o'clock before his flight, he would chant the Lingabharavi Stuti. And you would believe he will not like anybody coming near him also. Like oh. even me, it was okay. like that. It was <laughs> okay. that intense. Uh, so, I mean, we both realized like Devi devotees. So 
and that's how we started interacting and one of the uh, next time i had to like give something again for a uh, devi yantra has a sutra you know so i had to deliver to them because they knew some part of the devi team and that's how we interacted a lot of other things yeah. you, you know i have a devi linga bhairavi tattoo too. oh is it is it oh, okay oh, okay that's so like a it's at that on my left side okay. it, it just happened this was uh, i mean before i got married and uh, so he was also like oh wow what's this tattoo <laughs> like you know and uh, that i visited their home they also had a avigna yantra so like because he was you know so fascinated that not i would say he doesn't get fascinated mm-hmm. but by devi he, uh, they received the yantra for his parents so they already had a avigna yantra at home they had devi gudi at home and our conversations would be like about devi and uh, you know or linga bhairavi and all that stuff and that's how we kind of started that's like the minus the masala i but, understood it you are giving us only minor masala but i won't push you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before that actually i can say the first time i uh, saw him was uh, during an in conversation with satguru and guess what the topic was love Oh okay and that time i was like satguru i want to know what this love yeah, and okay. everything is and uh, like but during that time i couldn't volunteer inside the hall so i was very like sad and mm-hmm. I-, i wanted to uh, know what it is you know because lot of us go through different have like so many ideas about what love is it's only from a partner or what or that time i didn't know i just wanted to know that i want to clear myself what is love and you know get married to something who's like shiva you know that's what it was so that was my first interaction then the second which happened was with uh, you know devi volunteering interaction and we kept in touch but you know, that point of a time you know the slightest hint i felt why am i getting a husband like feeling from him that's yeah. my inner feeling i got okay? okay but that time i was leaving for ashram and even he was in such a phase that full sadhana mode he wants like you know like a brahmachari but not in ashram you know okay. he was like that okay. in intensity so uh, so that that time both of us didn't realize that we wanted to get married or even we had the thought i said okay i'm going to ashram maybe i should explore doing sadhana become you know the agrima but uh, you know you have all those when you are you when you go full time to ashram you want to like to uh you know ch- try to explore that part uh so devi already connected us and then we somehow kept in touch you know and i was in ashram uh, full time and he was working and uh, we just met couple of times and how it got intensified like you need some kind of somebody to talk to right like in ashram uh, staying in ashram full time was not kind of uh, my parents weren't fully convinced right the only thing would be like when is my daughter getting married i said i don't know that like, but it will happen or maybe not so and uh, then coming back to it like i uh, when i so there is a devi sadhana one can do in the ashram like devi seva i can say so which is a 14 day uh, period where uh, like for 14 days before uh, before pornami it's like women can do it and after that 14 days men can do seva in the temple so before that uh, when the seva starts there is 3 days of silence 
and uh, that three days of silence the first time when i went full time to ashram and i did that it uh, totally changed that because earlier i was thinking maybe you know it's only i should become a mama or <laughs> you know uh, you know just being on my own would uh, you know help me connect with devi i was struggling with that a lot you know and there was one sadguru darshan i attended something happened that time and uh, i it just dropped you know it felt like it's okay devi is telling or that devi is telling it doesn't matter you are a brahmachari me you are a, a, a bhairagni ma or who you are it's how you are within me like within what you connect with me that's all matters so you know that burden which i was carrying of you know what like if i wanted to pursue full time uh, spiritual path or take marriage and that three days of silence in devi seva it gave me clarity that's it okay so i knew the marriage path was like the thing and of course if you want to get married then why not uh, somebody like shiva or on the spiritual path so and being in ashram full time then you do your sadhana you uh, and another twist was you know when i want like when we actually both of us felt like okay we want to get married or we, uh, we discussed with our parents then there was another sadhana which came up sadguru said under 33 okay a special sadhana for residents in ashram and you know what what was the uh, rules of that sadhana you cannot visit devi temple oh. you cannot go uh, devi sadhana okay. you cannot have relationships you cannot talk with your parents so oh. it was like and it was just like a surprise but of course you know we went through it and that also gave a lot of clarity that it doesn't matter that you're physically worshiping devi or connecting to a form that aspect if it's just ignited it's always there and then of course with sadguru's blessings then and lot of uh, uh, parents also were very happy okay finally we are uh, <laughs> planning to get married and uh, we got married in 2017 in uh, lingabadevi temple and uh, you would believe it was like the first vivaha process after dadi akka and maybe for few other people it was the first bhutushidi vivaha process happening in ashram oh. our marriage okay. so that was a, such a beautiful thing and bhairagni uh, maas and the swam like you know uh, all our residents and everybody was there because it was happening for the first time like for uh, opening for the public and other meditators can do it so i was really you know feeling very blessed about it there was a lot of background which went i was like behind everybody can we start this can we finish ma because the first time i read about bhutushudi vivaha process the, there was a blog where sadguru's um, daughter had got married in that process i when i saw that process the picture itself or the uh, beauty in which the marriage happened or how it was described i was in tears i you know that thing which happens when you know with sadguru or you know the right. usual thing i was in tears and i very well knew that if marriage is a path uh, you one wants to take it i want to get married in that process you know it is and he spoke about how it's a yogic process and it is like not too much of entanglement and it's good for your spiritual growth then why not you know and it's all like devi's grace and all the festering behind and we were lucky to get married in that uh, you know process 
so uh, the whole entire wedding rituals it was like a whole one day like one morning early morning to the afternoon so we begin with uh, rituals like vilaku seva so vilaku seva is lighting up of 111 or uh, 108 or 111 lamps in front of uh, in the side of devi's uh, sanctum so that it's a beautiful process that you know the couple comes together they're lighting it you know those little activities which we see in traditional uh, weddings that's also incorporated here so it's not just like a mala exchange so that happens then uh, there is a, a process called sarpa seva sarpa seva have you seen inside devi temple there are two uh, snakes intertwined on a okay. uh, or like a stone ritual then there is something called daha nivaranam okay. please tell me if you want to know a little bit more yes yes part. yes aka please no no you can talk yeah so then something called daha nivaranam so mm-hmm. daha nivaranam is a offering of um, the sacred jala to the uh, banyan tree okay yeah banyan tree in the devi temple uh, so usually people do it for any deep uh, rooted desire you know so you know that, uh, so this is this all these rituals can be done separately as well not necessarily uh, in as part of the marriage or anything so usually people if they have any deep rooted desires we have seen people for getting married or like who won't have children or other things so and my personal observation either she helps you fulfill it or either she helps you transcend that it's not that okay you go there and all your desires get fulfilled or something like that so uh, the couple goes so we went through that process of daha nivaranam you go to the you know in front of uh, nandi that is the whole uh, the jala pond you know? so there we collect the uh, jala then there's chanting and that whole process you do like a procession right from devi temple to the uh, pond then going down to dhanlinga to nandi and then you know doing the whole pradakshina and then coming to devi temple and then offering the jala with whatever you want to wish or not wish also so that is the uh, third ritual which we did and then uh, then comes we are attending the abhishekam the not uh, the daily abhishekam which happens in devi temple so that is there and then the suppose if one wishes to ch- uh, choose a mohurtam because in traditionally in india lot of people have uh, they choose a time which is suitable for the couple as per the astrology some people who are tradition come from traditional backgrounds and family they wish uh, to get married in that time so that is also possible so we had kind of a certain mohurtam time and during that time the uh, the mala uh, we go to devi before that there is like many things uh, which helps you to prepare for that and uh, then the whole process happens in front of devi you know mala exchange for me it was like ah i could have got like left my body there oh no. <laughs> no no i mean 
I definitely not. But I'm saying, as a, I mean, as somebody who's gone through different, you know, roller coaster in your whole life, and you know, like uh, taking marriage as a part, and getting married in such a beautiful environment, it was like a dream come true. I think after that, I can say, okay, if my other things are not fulfilled now, I'm really like, I'm okay, you know. So getting married in Devi's. presence just if it's just a mala exchange also it's so powerful it's like um, you know actually the two the couple coming together you know their their energies get tied you know in a different way i mean it's we cannot explain all this stuff but at least my experience it was like a force and you know it, it it's just again i said like when it's that devi's energy and It was very beautiful. The mala exchange happens, and um, tying of sutra, or if anybody wants to wear the uh, ritual of Mangal Sutra. So this is the uh, temple uh, wedding at Linga Bairavi in Ashram in in front of Devi. Okay. Mm. So then first time it was okay. like a quick run for us when we had to do the next run was the Bhuta Shuddhi Viva, which was happening for the first time, right? so like uh, after that also like you can spend time with your family click pictures i if that's also some people have those queries so i thought i'll share that uh, so enough time is there and then you can choose to do the bhuti shuddhi viva on the same day or any other day or even uh, in your own city but since this was happening for the first time and we wanted to get married in uh, presence of devi in the ashram uh so the bhutushti viva process happens and that happens uh in the premises of uh, the utsav murti so that uh, that time the ragnimas were conducting a wedding so now there are sumangalas you know sumangalas are uh, people who are trained to conduct the bhutushti vivaha process so see that time we got married okay and uh, last to last year we both got trained to conduct that wedding oh. so now we can conduct also Wait. i mean not that we are conducting but it is yeah, we are just a small part in making that happen so the entire process uh, of course the details anybody can uh, get contact you, contact you like mm-hmm. on your instagram so or is- ashram Like, uh, ashram so they have a proper channel like uh, mm-hmm. there is a bhutushti vivaha instagram page also oh is it yeah it's yeah they just started yeah, it okay okay so that's also there and um, you can write to vivaha@shriyogini.org uh, so basically that process is where the families can participate they are a witness Sadhguru mentions it's a ancient yogic process where two people come together, and uh, the process of Buddha Shuddhi happens. So Buddha Shuddhi is the cleansing okay. of, as we know, it's the cleansing of five elements, right? right. So it's like the whole feras happen for each um, element. So anybody who is present for the wedding. also can experience and that also helps in their spiritual process and bhuta shuddhi happens to them also so it's not just a process for the people who are you know uh, conducting it or the people who are getting married 
but anybody who witnessed this also you know there are so many people who have witnessed it and uh, even non meditators you know they have come and they have like uh, cried and they they felt very beautiful and uh, you know the beautiful part sorry <laughs> and the most beautiful part is it begins with guru puja okay. you know and it's a long story but the process when it happened when the feras were happening it was just like my husband me and like shiva and sadguru that's it nothing else you know for that moment i could experience that and what more you know what more to experience there so that's the process of course you can ask me yeah. you know. so one doubt i had is like yeah. does someone need to go through inner engineering to do a bodhisattva no. or anyone can no sorry anyone can do it okay. anyone can do it and it's not only in the ashram premises nowadays uh, you can book your own hall and there are trained samanglas all over the world oh. uh, yes mm-hmm. all over the world so you mm-hmm. just need to inform them uh, at uh, uh there is some contact number i can share with you yes. later i'll put it in the description if possible yeah yeah so because they they need to uh, see where, what are the requirements and which city and then the train sumangla goes and conducts the vivaha so that was in short the process of our vivaha okay process okay and imagine after two years like recently after we moved back to ashram we me and my husband we have both been able to conduct the vivaha so it's been a beautiful journey from being a participant where you know vivaha is happening to being able to offer this as well it's all like satguru and devi's grace awesome awesome so now can we talk about the yantra a bit like what it is and you know what is the process behind it is that possible yeah, yeah. so <laughs> uh so you may see so ring a bell of yantra it's all the energy forms of devi on ring a bell of and satguru offers uh yantras special ring a bell of yantras there are two types one is uh ring a bell of yantra and one is avigna yantra depends upon um the, the area of square feet and what purpose either for home or office it there those details again you can check at lingabhairavi.org or of course you can contact me i can put you through uh, the yantra team so these yantras can be received during a beautiful pournami or amavasya night in the ashram you know it's a very beautiful uh, event again you know you should come and just be in that process imagine like so many people receiving yantra so it's like taking devi herself home the the yantras itself you know yantra satguru says it's a machine right like uh, but you, if you look at look at it like that but it's like taking devi's live energy home like for me being here now sitting next to devi it's like she's here you know that energy which you feel in the ashram and uh, so yantras can consecrate your home so consecrate your home in the sense like uh, energize your space 
and living in a consecrated space is something very beautiful like if a uh, child wants to blossom to a fullest potential or if a life energy you know can find expression by living in consecrated spaces that's how we find difference like going to any other place or being in ashram so sadguru opens up such a beautiful opportunity to receive and tell you it's a very like a form which we may not be able to even grasp at least in my experience that is because uh, he and he pours his own life energy into it you know so imagine i mean i wouldn't even say imagine but but what sadguru's life energy is in this you know so he mentions that uh, devi has his ida or whatever i mean i don't even feel like that for me everything sadguru shiva it's all in him so it's like taking a live energy home and you know many people get scared about oh if we bring devi home and if we don't keep her properly what she'll get angry you know sadguru just offered it so beautiful like just like that you don't need to do anything if there is a process one needs to do every day for 12 minutes and uh, uh, no sorry 11 minutes and it's the process is not to maintain the yantra or the devi it is for something for us you know so when we do the process and uh, when we connect with devi's energy it changes our energy system it's so so sadguru is given in such a simple way that we don't have to do anything you know people they do so many elaborate rituals and so many things are there otherwise but here it's i'm telling you it's just like uh, it's just given like this so it's up to us how we are with devi somebody relates to devi as a friend somebody as a form somebody as a mother whatever way we want to it's us because it's a tool to enhance our devotion as well you know and in yantra it is a person it's this like a lingabharvi photo is also carrying devi's energy you know a uh, gudi is also carrying devi's energy and a uh, yantra also so what yantra is it is um, consecrated and it's personalized for the people who are receiving it and uh, uh, you have a physical touch with the yantra you place your hands on top of the yantra and do a process every day so that way it's like uh, a more personal touch uh, to connect with devi's energy uh, so one can keep at home or office and just live live like <laughs> live like in devi's energy it's yeah so i mean i got the opportunity of uh, now we and try bless to be part of uh, several yantra ceremonies to volunteer to be talking to various people who have been yantra at home and then i got married imagine like already my in-laws and my husband they had a vidya yantra i uh, there was a gudi also and uh, like after we got married okay we wanted to receive our like personalized uh, yantra so we received that so it was all like it is vibrating and living in devi's energy so it, it's beautiful but a roller coaster too okay so, so that's about yeah. yantra okay so how does uh, one receive the devi kudi or the yantra like devi kudi i think we can get from isha life is the yes. yeah okay yes so the devi kudi uh 
Devi Gudi is again, as I said, a form to receive Lingabharati's energies. Right? One can just receive Gudi either through Isha Life, the store, Shopee, or through online as well. They are consecrated. They are placed at Devi's feet. And, uh, and of course, a lot of consecration process happens. And it is offered. Here, it's, as I said, like in the first uh, consecrated form I had was a Lingabharati Gudi. And uh, it's a tool to enhance your own devotion. It's more in uh, that aspect. And uh, how one connects, as I said, uh, uh, I mean, I would say that even a Lingabharati photo is as powerful it can be as a Gudi or a Yantra. It depends upon how one is, you know, just willing. It doesn't matter what one has, even without a photo, it can happen. So goodie can be received through uh, visiting the ashram or Isha life or yeah. And there are sometimes that when there was no uh, these COVID times, there used to be a daily darshan in most of the cities where they would give away, uh, not give away, they would offer uh, the goodies as well. So. That is the <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what else here, is here yes. also? It's very simple. You okay. don't have to do much. You know, you just need to light a lamp. If you wish, you can do the lingabharati stuti. You can offer. It's nothing very mandatory. So again, Sadhguru just offered it just like that. You know, it's like babies. You can just imbibe it so easily. And there's nothing like many, because many people have that question that, uh, you know, if you have Devi at home in the form of a photo, Yantra or Gudi, and if we do something wrong, you know, she'll get angry. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's not like that. If it was like that, Sadhguru wouldn't have offered you as So it, it's just that how we keep ourselves and, you know, how we relate to Devi, it will be beneficial for us. After all, Sadhguru mentions all Linga Bhairavi, you, you might be like a devotee, Devi devotee, Amma Amma. <laughs> it is a tool. It is a tool. So, okay, like next, I have heard about Kleshnashna Kriya. So, can you talk a bit about that, if you know? Like... Yeah, Kleshnashna Kriya is um, uh, it's the cleansing of an aura of a person. You know, it is a uh, it's beneficial. It's like, I wouldn't, uh, like in traditional Indian and culture, they have, uh, you know, Nazar Utarna or, uh, you know, removing Drishti. That it's something beyond that, but it is basically cleansing of the aura. One can do it anytime. They can do it in uh, Ashram. Before that, they need to book. And um, these days, uh, like there is a Devi temple in Salem. Uh, in Chennai, Isha Life, I think in Hyderabad also, I don't know, I'm not sure of Kochi, but wherever there's a goodie and some people have been trained to do that, they okay. can do that as well. It's benef They say it's like traditionally it's good to do it once in uh, six months. Depends, you know, if one feels like. So it's a cleansing process, which again happens in the presence of Devi. Okay, so what about death rituals? Like there are some death rituals that happen at Devi Temple, right? So yes, yes, yeah. So the rituals for the deceased are uh, the Kalabhairav Karma and the Kalabhairav Shanti. 
Kalabharam Shanti happens uh, once in a month on every Amavasya and there is Mah on Mahalaya Amavasya which recently happened. It happens for all the ancestors. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also the Kalabharam Shanti process. Kalabharam Karma can be done uh, for the deceased at any time and the details of what to submit and what needs to be done will be shared by the team over there. But these processes are there where uh, it can be done for the deceased. At yep. any, like Kalbara Karma at any time it can be done. I think uh, there is a duration for like say 14 days after somebody's passed or those all those details. Uh, yes, in the site, in the website. The website. Yeah, rituals and offerings okay. uh, all those details are given so it's such a i mean you should do maybe once while doing devi seva you know you should you see one side there's a rituals for the deceased one side it's happening and one side there's rituals for the newborn babies as well oh, what is and, that yeah there are various rituals for the newborn baby like uh, anna Pras uh, anna prasanam i'm sh sorry i'm not able to recollect the name but basically offering of the food so in traditional indian culture uh, the first uh, you know the uh, bite or like um, the offering of the food is given in front of like their own deities so that opportunity is also there in lingaparavi and uh, there is Karna Veda, like piercing of the ears for the uh, children. Even elders can do that. Yes. And uh, even uh, shaving uh, the head for the infants. And uh, also naming ceremony. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's beautiful because for the naming ceremony, they have a nice uh, uh, jula and uh, the, it's, uh, they are offered. Offerings to Devi, and I'll share some pictures. You know, okay, okay. some people have done that. So, I mean, it's you have on in in the presence of Devi itself. You can see one side there is birth, one side there is death. So it's an entire spiritual. The process is there. You know, some some just think that Devi is for materialistic things, but she's beyond that. Beyond that. I'm out of questions. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what is there to ask? <laughs> like, uh, yes, I have been to the Devi. Yes, so when I went to Devi, there are like, there is this one thali you get with coconut. So, yes. 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 So, uh, so basically, when one um, enters Devi temple, there are various offerings which one can offer to Linga Bhairavi. So, like a small basket of coconut, shikhalam, the traditional offerings basically that that can be offered to Devi. Uh, shikhalam means coconut, so that uh, that is there. Then uh, there is the Mangalya Sutra. You know the Trishul. Yes, yes. What is? Yeah. So, we tie uh, something. No, what is that? I also tied. I'm like I need this. This I did. I I was no. I had not an inner engine. I was like I, I came with so much issues. So I tied this. I was like please. <laughs> so what is that yeah. basically? So uh, the details even I don't know the whole process. Sadhguru should uh, yeah. and Sadhguru will tell us. Uh, Mangalya Bala Sutra is basically uh, tied around Devi's threshold oh. uh, for general one's well-being. You know, 
and then whom like i know so many women or like so many like young uh, unmarried people they thought okay let's get a good husband or <laughs> some child for the uh, you know the long life of their husband or gentle it's 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 gentle for general one's well being so that can be tied around the threshold then a daily abhishekam happens in devi temple morning uh, 7:40 uh, afternoon uh, 12:40 and evening 7:40 so this abhishekam like you go to any indian uh, traditional temple there is abhishekam it's similar to that you go there and if you know your gotra or your your ancestral lineage or just name is also enough you can share with with the um, Team and you can attend the uh, Abhishek. Can you hear the cow? I I actually wanted to ask you about that. Where is our background? <laughs> like the the no the voice. Yeah. Like, do you have a cow at your home? No, I don't have. But my neighbors they have uh, uh, they have like four cows. Oh. And they have like more than fifteen cars also. Like oh everything like yeah. when you say about Devi cows like hmm true true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> See, See? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's a nice background music yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there are different offerings which one can do in Devi Temple. Abhishekam is there. Any time one can do that online. Also, you can write to them and they will offer Abhishekam on your behalf and they they will send the prasadam. So, so offerings are there. There are different uh, festivals, Navratri. Thai Pusam, okay. <clears throat> you know where the ladies do twenty-one days Shivanga Sadhana and they culminate on Thai Pusam. So Thai Pusam is like the birth anniversary. I mean, oh, okay. consecration anniversary yeah. also. Usually happens in the month of uh, Jan and Feb. Yeah. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So <laughs> last question for me is like the Linga Bai Ravi pendant. This is the like we are we are offered this right. so yeah. people ask me like uh, is this consecrated <laughs> like what is the difference between a silver pendant and a copper pendant i'm like i don't know really if i can find someone i'll ask so like i i think the silver one has mercury in it or something like that i'm not sure so yeah so i mean again i would say the same thing that it doesn't matter you know if devi's photo is as powerful as a yantra or the vice versa i mean not vice versa so uh, there are different pendants copper there is uh, silver in copper they have sizes and uh, also the silver one which they call it a silver it's got mercury and it's consecrated i mean um, as i said it's all like i began wearing just a copper pendant after my sadhana and i just saw like oh my god like it was a, like a layer of protection and many things changed for me so it doesn't matter it's up to as per one's devotion one can choose either a copper or a mercury i mean silver and uh, this one i especially like the gold one it has a black devi oh in yes it. <laughs> do you do you have that that's after sorry. oh you oh you have the gold one that's <laughs> like it's like the thali thali like yeah uh, okay fine when one usually when one gets married uh, they go for the gold uh, thing by the way pendant and um, so all, everything is consecrated you know nothing uh, of devi which is out or nothing 
some what Sadhguru's offering is not consecrated. And I would say that. So it doesn't matter. As for your devotion, as for what one can receive, you know, you can go for that. It doesn't matter if you have a goodie, if you don't have a goodie, if you have a yantra, if you don't have a yantra. It's just purely on how we connect with daily. I can, I can I'll tell you one incident in there was uh, there's a village near Pune and uh, these people they received a big Devi photo they took it to their village and they kept it in their village and they, they started seeing changes among the youth you know there were a lot of people who were drinking they stopped drinking okay. and they started offering and to the ashram whenever there are these festivals there'll be a large group of hundred people who like local people they come and visit Devi and they're like one or two uh, Annals who are full-time and now they're doing Devi uh, team only. So just a big large photo can make a difference. So, so I hope you are bombarded with tourists. Give us your contact details. Like say your Instagram page. Spell it out, please. <laughs> I, I mean, I would say, uh, of course, I will do that. If any queries are there, I would say it's best to contact Ashram the way they are able to handle and give the correct information maybe even I miss out on certain things so uh, anybody can write to info at lingabhairavi.org and uh, visit lingabhairavi.org uh, for the details of what are the rituals and how it can be offered and uh, of course my Instagram handle is yogista.shakti yes so fashion tips are also given in that I hope fashion <laughs> but you know my whole journey has changed you know it's, it's changed from the moment Devi's uh, kind of or Sadhguru happened in engineering and all that has happened I've moved like more from fashion to uh, Devi PR <laughs> I would say and uh, in that aspect also like uh, I would like to see that it, uh, me and a few few more others have started a blog at adishakti.com. So our idea is to make it a collaborative platform where people can uh, share about the feminine aspects or, and all about Devi. So, I mean, what, what about Devi is not just about her physical form, right? What uh, kind of uh, resonated with me was the when Sadhguru talks about the feminine aspect, because in uh, current situations, uh, it's very even if women, we want to work in a corporate society, they're expected to be like men, you know, very strong, aggressive. Why, why women? You know, even men who want to be like set, like um, subtle, gentle. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, not be like, oh, is that it? they're also expected to be, you know, like going against what is resonating within you. you know? So there's a lot of imbalance, like people have, uh, there's so much of decline in art, music, dance, uh, the this, this simple subtleness of just being, just appreciating a flower and all that stuff. All this is feminine aspects in Devi, you know. So, this kind of resonated totally with me that this is a total decline and Devi, she helps us to enhance that aspect. She helps us to be with that, you know, that subtleness, that beauty. So, so she's not just like only in a physical form or just feminine, you know, it's Shiva, Shakti, uh, Devi, Shiva, everything is intertwined. You know, and, and it's not just uh, 
Devi in this physical form, she's within us, as some say, in the Kundalini, or I mean, there's so many things like all nature, energy, everything is Devi. And she's always in Shiva. So there's no separation also. Awesome, Akka. So thank you for helping me in doing a little bit of Devi PR through my channel also because of you. Thank you so much. I hope it, you know, it inspires someone to bring Devi in their life. Maybe it's in the form of a small picture or just in the way you said, even a picture is not needed if one yeah. wants Devi in their life. So uh, I, I like to take an opportunity. Uh, now that Navratri is coming up, uh, I, in Lingabharavi uh, from Isis, they will be live telecasting the Lingabharavi Navratri Puja. So one can witness Devi in the form of, you know, Durga, Kali, like red, uh, Kumkumam, Haridram and uh, Chandanam. And uh, also there is Navratri Sadhana, which one can do. It is simple. Uh, it's there on the website. Uh, just chant, uh, like uh, chanting of Linga Bhadavi Stuti. So as I said, if some teachers has a picture and wants to light a lamp and chant the Stuti, and there's this new Sadhana, which you have also shared about it, mm-hmm. Achala Advanam. Yes. That itself is like, uh, like it's intense enough to imbibe uh, Devi's energy. Yes. Oh, I forgot to ask for last question. What is this? <laughs> this, anyway, Sadhguru has spoken about um, Devi. Uh, Most importantly, what, what, size, what size are you wearing? I get a lot of queries. Please. So I'm wearing a small. I think there's excess, small, medium and large. Uh, I think for women, somewhere between small and medium should be okay. Like my husband wears a medium. So that's also okay. Yeah, that's it. And uh, yeah, I mean, from knowing about Devi from a man's perspective, I think you should connect with my husband sometime. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, will. you have kept him hidden. Only one time I saw on Instagram, you doing Achala Arpanam and you put caption, Mera Pati Dev, something. <laughs> that, that's the only time I've seen it. Hey, <laughs> Not properly, side angle. <laughs> you yeah. Hey, I put a full picture also. Is it, is it? Yeah? In fact, yeah, in fact, yeah. Because he's not on social media and he's like, like if I am more on social media, he's like not on social media. So it's like a balance. So a lot of things like many people actually have queries about how was your experience after Buddha Shuddhi Viva also, you know, maybe they'll chat after. I'll get him on the call and yes, uh, we can do that. Now I today am. is like being a daily power packed. <laughs> session oh, yes thank you akka thank you like i remember one akka wanted me to go at that time i just started youtube so on akka mm. yaksha i forgot that akka's name so she told me like you have to come and cover the bhuta shuddhi vivaha but i wasn't able to okay I, but i hope in future i get the opportunity yeah so as i said like bhuta shuddhi vivaha happens at every uh, city right uh, and it's happening like it's happening for other non-meditators also and uh, anybody who wants to get married in this process. So you can just go witness yes. it. What <laughs> one is there here. So I need to catch hold of her in Kochi. <laughs> yeah. 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 If anything is happening here also, like anywhere we'll let you know. Yes. It, so that, yeah. Yes, yeah. okay, you're saying something. No, no, say, say, say. No, no, I'm just like, it's a, I was just saying, yeah, it's a beautiful process. Intense. You know, it's like, you know, one quote which has Sadhguru, I read, it's not about the process alone, but it's uh, marriage is about what you make out of it after that. 
So that's been another journey which uh, we'll come together on a call and share. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So thank you so much. Thank you, Akka. Like, uh, uh, give me all the uh, links so that I can put it in the description for everyone. Yes, yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, may TV's great be with all. It's all, it's all the same. Yes. <laughs>